Well, here we are at the beginning of a new year. And as you know, every new year brings an opportunity for a new beginning. We're so familiar with New Year's resolutions and how people hang with them for a couple of weeks and then they seem to go out the window. But it does give us that opportunity to try and make a change. Today, we're going to talk about the most important new beginning than any of us can make. I'm your host, Dan Wheeler, and uh, Brian Rowland and Terry Steen are anxiously waiting in the wings. Guys, welcome to another new year of Finish Strong. Hard to believe. Crazy. It really is. <laughs> the time just keeps going by. <laughs> it doesn't it get really any does. slower. <laughs> what a great year, though. 2022 was a great year. It was. And I think it'd be even better. That's true. Brian's See, wasn't COVID. quite as good, was it? Well, I had COVID tore meniscus. I mean, yeah, it was. Well, I had a couple of moves and get ready to make another one. Yeah. And, you know, with every new beginning, there's also an ending, and that's kind of the sad part of it. But the new beginning can be exciting and it can also be scary. You know, mm-hmm. we've all had those those firsts in life. <laughs> and when I was back in my hometown a few weeks ago, I noticed that the barber shop where I had my very first haircut ever was still there. The inside was the same. They even had the same old chairs. Wow. They don't take any uh, credit cards. <laughs> it's cash or check. It's just like the, the good old days. And I have a picture somewhere of me getting my first haircut when I was like three or three years old, and I was just crying the whole time. <laughs> so I went in there and uh, got a haircut, and Pam took my picture taking a new haircut today. But I remember that first haircut still. It was filled with pain. I'm assuming you, I'm assuming you got a bigger discount on this last one than you did the first one. Would that be fair to say? <laughs> now, now, why would that be, Terry? Well, it apparently didn't funny. take a whole lot of time. You weren't squirming around as much. <laughs> you don't have to do a lot of styling, but you know, yeah. Brian and I shave a lot, uh, save a lot of money on shampoo and hair dryer. That's you know, right. They pull a lot of electricity. And Terry, I think you're using less. I'm as using less. Yeah, sad to say. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sure we all remember. You know, first days at school. Mm-hmm. I remember vividly going to the junior high for the first day and looking up at the doors and all the kids walking the building thinking, this is huge. This is a major change. I hope I'm ready for that. It just kind of prepares you for all the changes in life, right? The one thing you can count on in life is change. Always. Um, School wasn't that bad for me, Um, especially high school, because I had broken my leg and I was in a body cast. So I <laughs> missed the whole first semester. I had to do it from home. Man. But, um, but I remember in summer, I think I was about six years old, maybe seven years old. And I went to a red Raider camp and the first day there, one of the biggest guys there decided that I was going to be his punching bag. And so oh. I did not want to go anymore. I, I refused to get on the bus and then everybody figured out what was going on. And, and that, uh, they they got him away from me, but it was just like here I'm going. Oh, this is going to start it now. So I had to learn how to how to put up my dukes real quick. <laughs> I, I got pounded, but I, I put up a fight. And there's other things too. Like um, I was thinking when you were asking me that question earlier, Dan, think about the first time I did a trumpet recital. Boy, I was shaking. Mm. Standing all those people and playing my little trumpet. And I remember the first time singing. I was with my sister and my mom. We were in church, and I was nervous about that. But once we started, you know, just my mom and sister there and all the harmonies were there. And it, it, it was good. It, and it, it took the, the jitters away. 
but there's always always going to be fear the first time. How about a roller coaster? I remember my first roller coaster ride. Oh boy! Oh gosh! But then after it, I wanted to go. Mm. <laughs> I couldn't wait to go back on it again. <laughs> well, Terry, I think it's it's the fear of the unknown, right? You don't know what you're getting into when you start a first, you know, a new school, a new job, a new relationship. It's uh, uncharted territory. Exactly. I've got two things that come to mind. The first one is the first day that we brought that newborn baby home. Mm-hmm. When we brought Ashley home from the hospital, you you didn't know what to expect. And, uh, you know, while you're at the hospital, you've got nurses, you've got doctors, there's people caring, there's people telling you what to do. But when you put that baby in the car <laughs> and drive to the house, take her in the house and go, oh, my, this, it, this is real now. This is just yeah, us. No if something happens manual. to her, it's mm-hmm. our fault. <laughs> right. right. I remember the first time Beth and I took Kirsten with us to a restaurant. I was scared to death. I was thinking, <laughs> how are we going to get through this one? But, you know, you take it a step at a time and you you manage to uh, to get through. I um, I remember the first time playing um, minor league baseball. It was actually a step before Little League, nine years old, and it's kind of nervous. So the first time up, I hit a ground ball to shortstop. It went through the shortstop's legs, went through the center fielder's legs, <laughs> and I ended up running around all the bases, and I thought I'd hit a home run. <laughs> Everybody was celebrating, <laughs> jumping on me. It was a four-base error. <laughs> but boy, was that exciting. I went home and told my mom I hit a home yeah. run. <laughs> well, when I think about first, I think about my first house, and you talk about fear and the unknown future. When you take that kind of step as a young couple – buy that house, have to put that big down payment and, and you, you end up getting it and you go, what have I done? <laughs> and so it is a little fearful, but as the years go on, you realize that was the best financial decision I've ever made in my life because <laughs> it began that process of establishing equity and building toward the future. So things can be a little fearful, but they don't have to be, do they? Right. I remember my first job, um, first day on the job working for Ford Motor Company one summer <laughs> during college, and I was uh, on cleanup duty, and I was just going to make that factory as clean as possible. I'm out there, I'm working, I'm hustling, I'm pushing the broom, I'm getting the dustpan, I'm picking up stuff, I'm just, I'm sweating. And about three or four of these big guys come over, they go, son, come here, what <laughs> are you doing? They're like, you are making us look bad. Here's how you push the broom. You push it a little bit, and then you lean on it, and you talk to your friends. And you t- you don't work that hard. Come on, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I thought I was supposed to work hard. Was this a union shop there? Yeah. <laughs> well, my first day on bridge construction, those guys knew they had a novice on their hands. They started sending me off on tools and calling it some name that over in the tool shed that didn't exist. And I'm in there looking around. Aviator clamp. Oh my goodness. It was embarrassing. (laughs) Brian, remember we used to do that at channel 38. We'd send the new guy out to production uh, company looking for a Fastaviator clamp. That's right. right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, those are fun times, but you know, the future is unknown. And sometimes I feel like as I get, older, I worry more. I, I don't know. It's uh, I've got to keep my mind focused on the Lord because 
I, I think you get to the point where you've got time and you start overthinking, thinking th- things through. But the point is we need to have faith and know that wherever we're going, whatever our beginning is, God is already there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even if it's a little fearful, even if it's something that brings anxiety, we have to know that everything we're going through has a purpose that's leading us into the next phase or season of our lives. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. You know, I, I was thinking about um, when I was looking at the rundown and how what we were going to talk about, and I realized that I never had to look for a job. Um, I did. I would look for them at times, but it never came through. All the jobs that I've that I've gotten were calls that people called me, and and I thought, isn't this amazing? How I, and I've lost some jobs too, and some I thought, you know, I, I didn't understand why. Um, but it always led to a better position. And what I had learned at that previous job, I was able to take with me and make it even better than where I was at. So God always had a plan and his ways, uh, were my ways because or my ways were his ways, I should say, because he, uh, he led me there and, and I follow, I, I did as, as he directed. And, um, my life has been good because of that. I've been, I, I'm, I'm successful in what I've done, but I've, I, I'm content too with what, what I've accomplished. Mm-hmm. And sometimes contentment is a whole lot better than happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yep. In Isaiah 45, 2, we read, I will go before thee and make the crooked places straight. Mm-hmm. I will break in pieces the gates of brass and cut in sunder the bars of iron. But I love that making the crooked places straight because sometimes we get into a situation and we think, what am I doing here? This is wrong. It's just not working out, but God is preparing. And you learn from your mistakes, and you learn from each job you have, and it all kind of culminates into where you are today. I mean, I, I when I look back at my whole life, I feel like everything was preparing me for ministry, for fearless faith, hmm. and what we're doing here at the end of our lives, which I think is great. You know, we've all been able to have our other careers, but now we realize what's really important. And we want to help people who are in new situations or facing new uh, jobs or new beginnings. I mean, here I am, I'm 68 years old. I've moved twice in the last year and I'm getting ready to move again. And I'm, I'm thinking, my goodness, never thought I'd be doing this at this age. Right. Yeah. I think back to I spent 12 years at two different churches working on staff, and I'd been at churches on on boards, and I've invested my life into church and ministry, and there were some hard days. There were some days that I just was trying to figure out why in the world I was there and what God was doing. Little did I know that 12 years of experience in that setting— handling the business side primarily of the church would lead me into 23 years of consulting with many of those churches out there. And it was an incredible job that God put into my lap, but it wouldn't have happened if I hadn't have powered through those 12 years of hard work. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's it's not a job, it's your life situation. I had gone through a really hard time before Beth got sick and had no idea. It was like the worst time in my life that that God was strengthening me and have taken me kind of through the fire so I would be ready to help care for Beth. And if I would have known 
what was going to be ahead in those three years with Beth, I might have said, man, I don't think I'm ready for this, Lord. But yeah. he somehow uh, gives you the strength. I, th- I often think it's it's a good idea. We we can't read the future. You know, we don't know what's what's ahead that because we might sure. turn around and say, I'm out of here. I quit. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the truth. I, I agree with you there, Dan, because there's times that I wished I would have. I keep saying, I wish I know what's going to happen tomorrow. But man, when tomorrow comes, I'm going, oh, I wouldn't have been ready for it then. And I may not have been ready for it when it happened, but I was able to adapt and able to uh, lean on the Lord to get through it at that time. Well, I look at uh, going through Beth's passing. Through that three years, God was working on me and preparing me for fearless faith. Mm-hmm. And unbeknownst to me and to you guys, he was preparing you too mm-hmm. with different steps you were taking and what was going on in your life. Because when I shared what I was thinking about, you were both like, wow, this is exactly what I want to do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it worked out really neat. And it it was as... Our one career was winding down and coming to an end. This was exactly what, for me, what I needed to continue to have purpose in my life as I move into these later years. Mm -hmm. So how would you be able to predict that? It's something that God had planned that just unfolded in a new season. You hit the nail on the head, what you just said there, Terry, about having a purpose. Um, I was at the gym the other day, and and I was talking to one of my neighbors who came over, and they, we were t- talking about the new year coming up and getting at the gym. And that told, after last year with where I couldn't do anything because of the meniscus tear and, and this and illness and that, and I just said that this year, I said, I got a purpose. I'm getting back out there. And she goes, you have a purpose? And I said, yes. She goes, what's that? And I said, well, it's fearless faith. Now I can devote my time to that without worrying about pain here and pain there. I know I can get myself in better health now. I know what I need to do. I know what I need to say. I know what I, what I need to share with other people now that I knew before, but I just wasn't getting it out there. But I have a purpose to do that this year. Whatever you do, don't uh, be like Terry and rush right into those one-pound pink dumbbells. Boy, oh, no, no, no. I, I went right to the two and a half. He really, knows, he really knows how to push it. <laughs> I don't like to brag, and I, I appreciate you bringing that up. <laughs> well, the, the Carpenter music it's a was progress. Really it's progress. Yeah. You don't just jump into things all at once. There's a system. But speaking of jumping into things, do you find that as you're starting something new, it's helpful to look back and realize that all of those new things you began over the years, God was always there? He always took care of you. Absolutely. No, and, and like I said before, it's every job that I had, people have called me for the, with the job, and but it was the right one. The ones I had been applying for weren't the right ones, but these were always the right ones. So I knew that he was leading me every step of the way with every new job I took. Yeah. Yeah, I think about uh, 2022, like I said, it was a good year. But anytime the year ends and we start a new one, I always haven't, no matter how that last year was, I always have great anticipation about the next one. It reminds me of our motto at the church I go to, where the best is yet to come. Mm. And what a great mindset and attitude that we should have, that the best is always yet to come. There's always more. There's always better things that God wants to continue to do in and through our lives if we'll prepare ourselves and be ready for it. Mm -hmm. That's good because I feel like there's people listening right now that are saying, you guys have no idea what a mess I've made of my life. Mm -hmm. And I don't possibly see how I can get a new beginning. You know, my, my friend Rick Domeyer years ago wrote a book called, can I get a do over? And when we were kids, if you'd 
mess up or, you know, playing kickball, you'd miss it. You go, Hey, give me a do over. I want a do over. Um, and people say that's not possible in life, but God can give us all a do over. He can give us that new beginning, that fresh start, no matter where we find ourselves in life, no matter how badly you think you've messed up, God can pick you up, brush you off, forgive you of your sins and turn your life around 180 degrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, if anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. Mm-hmm. So even though we were born one time many years ago, we can be new creatures in Christ just by accepting him and getting saved and allowing him to be the Lord of our life. Mm-hmm. And how amazing, you know, I it saddens me when you read about, especially young people who just, you know, they break up, their girlfriend breaks up with them or they flunk out of school or something and they end up taking their lives where if they would have just turned to the Lord, their lives could be something wonderful. I mean, God specializes in new beginnings. That's mm-hmm. kind of why we decided to tackle this topic today is he can give everyone a new beginning. He did it for me when I thought there was no way out. God can find a way, and he has a way. So if you're feeling like you need a new beginning today, uh, you need to realize that God tells us in his world, word in Isaiah 43, 19, Behold, I'm doing a new thing. Yeah, Do you see it? It's about to spring forth. I mean, this could be the best year of your life, no matter where you are today. You know, the future can look bright. Mm -hmm. I was thinking of that prayer that David prayed in Psalm 139 this morning as we were reflecting on uh, getting ready for this podcast. And what a great prayer this is. If somebody is just, they're not feeling adequate, they don't feel like they have what it takes, they feel like they failed way too many times. And listen to what it says. It's 139, 23, and 24, and it's a prayer that says, Search me, O God, know my heart. Hmm. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. So it's the humbleness of telling him to search our hearts. We want pure hearts. We want to have the heart of God. And then it's test our thoughts. We need to have the mind of Christ as well. And uh, the final thing was to lead me. And if that's our prayer, if our prayer is to allow him to set our heart right, set our mind right, and then lead us where what it says is in the way everlasting, meaning lead us in the way that will lead us to eternity, if we will do that, God, that, that positions us for God to do incredible, fresh, new things in our lives. Hmm. Mm. That's good. That's good. Yeah, really good. My daughter has a, a kind of a, I guess it's a poster. It's framed downstairs, and it says, His mercies are new every morning. And it's from Lamentations 3. 22 and 23, it says, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. Yeah. They're new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. You know, I think that's something that we need to get into our spirits that God is not willing that any should perish. He doesn't want to condemn anyone to death. 
He wants us to have every chance, and he gives us those mercies every day. Mm-hmm. It's a new beginning. Every day is a chance to start over, and you really need to focus on that, especially if you're listening to this today and you find yourself in, the, in a bad spot. Maybe you feel like you're in the lowest valley of your life. You know what? There's no way to go but up, and you, that, at those points, sometimes you have to look up, and you see the Lord and you see that he's ready to forgive you. Now you have to be serious and you have to want to turn from your sin. Yeah. There's this hyper grace movement out there where uh, you can just go live any way you want because God's grace is always there and he'll forgive you. But God's wanting to see that we have changed. We have to turn from our wicked ways. Mm-hmm. And then he'll hear from heaven and forgive us of our sin. You know, Dan, I was looking back on here in our notes and one thing that we just passed over was how fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Mm. And uh, when I read that, and I noticed what you said, we've kind of of gone over it or passed it, but I just wanted to step back on it because I don't want people to think that it's fear of the Lord like he's the big thumb in the sky that's coming Mm -hmm. to get you. My understanding is the fear of the Lord is that it's me not uh, not wanting to fail him. That's what I'm really fearing, not wanting to fail him. And when you go into each situation or when you go into every new day uh, and, and you take that kind of an attitude that you don't want to fail him, that's when you succeed. And that's when you can grow. And that's where you be, become closer to God. And it's, I always hear the fear of the Lord. And when I saw that down there, I thought, you know, I don't want people to think that because I thought that for years. I thought God was a big mm. thumb in the sky and I can't smoke. I can't drink, can't dance, can't go to movies. I'm going to get my thumb, you know, I'm going to get my head crushed and I'm going to hell. And that's, that's not it at all. It was fearing that I wasn't pleasing him. And there's places you can go and things you can do, but there's things, places you, you're not pleasing him and you're not going to be in the right situations. You're going to get yourself in trouble. And it's, and it's just going to draw you back into something you don't want to get into. So mm-hmm. fearful of failing him is the mm-hmm. one thing that I would say. If you think that every day, I don't want to fail him, you're on the right path. Yeah. Hey, if you, you haven't checked out our Facebook page, you can go there, uh, FFM60 or Fearless Faith Ministries with the three logos. We do morning cups of inspiration, and I recorded one today about what will God say to us when we stand before him, you know, because Hebrews 9.27 says it is appointed unto a man once to die, and after that, the judgment. We're all going to face that time when we stand before the Lord. We need to think about that yeah, and need to think, you know, what will a lot of people say, what will I say to the Lord? But what will the Lord say to you? We want to hear him say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You can hear that. Give your heart to the Lord today if you haven't. He's ready to change you from the inside out. He's ready to give you a new beginning. Terry, would you close with a word of prayer for those who are feeling like there's no new beginning for them today? Sure, sure. Father, we love you today. We thank you for this opportunity to share with our friends. And we ask that uh, for everyone listening right now, God, whatever they're going through, if if they're at a point in life where they feel it's coming to an end and they need that new beginning, Lord, we ask that you would refresh their spirits, renew their mind, Give them that realization that you're standing there right now, ready to step in and give them that fresh start. It may be the need to uh, have a, a greater prayer life, Lord. If that's what it is, allow them to do that. Give them that spirit of uh, anticipation of what you want to do in their life, Lord. 
We just pray now that you'd renew them, Father, give them a fresh attitude and a fresh mindset and and remind them that your mercies are new every morning. We're going to make mistakes. We all make mistakes. But if we're trying our best to do what you'd have us do, Lord, that's all that you ask, God. And you're right beside us to strengthen us, to renew us, and to give us, Lord, each day the path that you want us to walk, Lord. So uh, on behalf of the three of us, Lord, we just pray that you, Father, would minister to each person, Lord, in that special way. Give them that fresh and renewed touch in your name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Finish Strong, the podcast where we talk about saving the best for last. Don't retire to the golf course. Let's go hard for the kingdom. Let's give the Lord everything we've got so that we can hear the words, well done, thou good and faithful servant. God bless. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Finish Strong. For more information about Finish Strong and Fearless Faith, check out their website, ffaith.org. Make sure that you rate and review this podcast to help more people accomplish their God-given purpose so that together we can finish strong.